Hello, everybody, and welcome to Morning Glory. Um, I'm Mark Grafe, your host. And I'm Kurt Willems, co-host and producer. Extraordinary, I might add. Um, well, Kurt, here we are. This is kind of, uh, what what is this? This is a, a podcast from Winnipeg Evangelical Free Church called Morning Glory. And uh, where this idea uh, came root kind of in the, my backyard, we were talking around the family with the family and we were saying, you know, Kurt, uh, I think, you know, it'd be nice to have something that would just kind of lift people up and uh, talk about some fun stuff and people could listen to a half an hour podcast. And uh, so the kids are all over it. They're like, yeah, just go for it. So you know, kind of, you know, testing it out, putting the idea out there to people. And uh, Kurt uh, responded saying, hey, if you're going to do that, I'd love to help you out. So mm -hmm. anyway, here we are. We're This is exciting. I'm kind of nervous. I shouldn't have watched some really good podcasts <laughs> yesterday uh, because this is not going to be that. Uh, it's not going to be pro um, although we'll try and make it worth your while for sure and be a blessing to you and just uh, give you something joyful to think about and talk about and you know uh, anyway so um, yeah how so thanks Kurt for mm -hmm. setting this all up this is uh, this is great and uh, um, what so we're gonna we're gonna take uh, what what did we decide July and August, July, right? July and August, we're, we're going to be doing some podcasts every week. Every week. So for so that, so the good news is, is that uh, we're doing a podcast. Um, and the good news is, is that it's not going to last forever. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, if it's really bad, uh, at least there's an end in sight. And if it's really good, then we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But Indeed. for now, here we are. Um, so we've picked uh, some subjects uh, over the course of the next eight weeks um, and uh, to talk about. And uh, so this is um, episode number one, Morning Glory. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. All of the uh, themes or subjects are related to mm -hmm. the morning. Mm -hmm. Kurt, are you a morning person? Not really. <laughs> what is a morning person? Anyways? <laughs> I wouldn't, yeah, I probably wouldn't say so. No, it, it's almost like coffee. Like it's an acquired taste, mm -hmm. right? Like morning. Yeah. You kind of, well, actually, no, some people are just like, they jump out of bed and they can't wait for the morning. I've learned to really appreciate the morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're still not at that point yet? No. 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 It, it no. depends on the day. But. Okay. What, what mornings do you look forward to the most? I think Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. It's kind of my one day during the week that I can mm -hmm. sleep in. So. It's a sleep in day. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's so different now than it used to be, right? Saturday, Sunday used to be the weekend was pure. You know, you look forward to Friday. and uh, But people's Saturdays are now Tuesday or whenever. But it's still a Saturday for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hey, well, <clears throat> today... Um, we wanted to talk about something that happened to me uh, and that most people will probably have experienced. Um, and I was, I went outside for my morning coffee and it had been lightly raining. And um, 
actually had it rained really good overnight, but it was still wet and it was still kind of like sprinkling just a little bit. And I heard the most remarkable thing and it kind of caught my attention. So if you'll indulge me, I'm going to play it for you. Okay, so tell me if you can guess what this is. Some kind of bird. <laughs> That's right. What kind of bird? I'm not a real good bird con- connoisseur. That's not the right word. Anyway, this this bird was just like, was happy. It was the only one. And it just got me thinking that even while it was raining, somebody was singing. Mm. So uh, I thought, what a great first subject of our podcast, bird singing. Um, so we've kind of gathered a few things about birds. Mm-hmm. Um, what if, what, share something that you got, Kurt. Okay, um, well, well you, you may have noticed that birds tend to sing a lot in the morning. That's true. And there's actually a technical term for that called the dawn chorus. That sounds like a movie, the dawn chorus. Well, let's make it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> and um, so uh, scientists are still figuring out the mysteries of the dawn chorus. Mm-hmm. Why, why do birds sing in the morning? Yeah. What are their, um, what do their actions mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so typically birds, they begin singing 30 to 9 minutes before sunrise. Okay. Uh, so usually before you and I are woken up, which is sometimes a little annoying. But. Right. So if we could <laughs> mic them up, then we wouldn't even need an alarm clock, right? We could yeah. just like, there would be just mm-hmm. kind of like that, right in our ears, maybe. <laughs> that would be one way to do it. Yeah. Um, and actually different birds chime in at different times. Uh, okay. So I'm not, I think uh, blackbirds, robins, thrushes are some of the first to begin singing, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, and the the brighter light signals that it's time for the birds to go on with their activities. So they kind of start when it's dark, and then once it, the sunlight comes fully up, then, then they start going about their day, and you, you don't hear as much singing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and to the t- untrained ear, untrained the, ear. the dawn chorus sounds like chaos. But really, the really smart bird scientists, yeah. <laughs> they can pick out yeah. uh, different behaviors of the birds based on just the singing itself. Yeah. And they, they, they are so unique. Um, the the songs the calls mm-hmm. like I have a friend John who's who who can tell me all what these different kinds of birds are around Winnipeg and Manitoba and is all excited about the the latest one kind of moving through the area but they're so unique they have such a different voice each one right mm-hmm. are do you know um, like do you know any specific calls yeah that's a good one one. um well i think it's an i don't know i think it's an owl sound that i sometimes do to my cat to try okay (laughs) perk up her ears okay i wonder if i can do it live on the spot yeah Yeah. okay okay (laughs) (laughs) we have officially gone to the birds everybody uh okay because that that's made me 
brave enough to try my Robin. Oh boy. Okay. So. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been practicing. I, like I just hear the birds, but I don't know them. It's uh-huh. like, uh, it's like going to the beach and just hearing kids screaming, but you don't really know which one is yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not like that. I asked the Lord to protect me from saying stupid things, so <laughs> hopefully I don't. Oh, man. Um, they have the chops. What is? What does it say here? Um, songbirds... Uh, make up almost half of the world's 10,000 bird species. Um, warblers, thrushes, sparrows. Um, and then there's a majority of non-song birds that make just simpler sounds. Uh, we had, um, birds are just so crazy. We had a African gray parrot growing up. Hmm. And uh, incredible. Like, uh, this is different than the song that we're talking about, but the mimicry there, which is part of the, um, uh, in fact, a a little side note, we should probably be conscious of the time because I'll just like, this will be an hour (laughs) show instead of half an hour. But our our bird, before we came back to Canada, we were going to actually bring Lola was her name. We were going to bring her to Canada with us. And like a week before we were going to come back, Lola was stolen. Stolen, and we had gone through a lot of work to organize all the paperwork and et cetera, et cetera. Is and it a valuable bird? It's a very valuable bird. Go try and buy one in a pet store. It's expensive. <laughs> I don't even know the current price, but uh, African gray parrots—they're just in the league of their own and mimicry. But anyway, so we we were the day before we were going to leave. My parents. Uh, Someone came running to the door and said, I heard your parrot. I heard your parrot. I know where it is. I know where it is. And we're like, how could you know? Well, because in some hut, there was this Peter, Daniela, Judy, Mark, you rascal. (laughs) Sing, oh, Canada. (laughs) And there's like, there's no other parrot on the planet who will say that. So we ran to that uh, house and sure enough, there was a parrot. And (laughs) we got her and we brought her back. She lived to be about... 26 years old um but yeah lola was a lot of fun but we were talking about songbirds um yes they like they'll sing to defend like defend their territory Mm -hmm. right um like as in humans singing in birds is often a chance to show off Mm -hmm. did like when you were trying to impress rachel Mm -hmm. rachel is his wife um oh we didn't really introduce ourselves I guess not. <laughs> we just said, anyway, let me ask my question, then we think about introducing ourselves. Um, did, you, did you use your silky vocal cords to try and impress her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bit. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I think there was a Valentine's Day where I did a little bit of a okay. personal concert for her. No and... way. No way. Could you sing us one of those songs? No. No. Okay. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> um, I think, uh, how does that one go? Why do birds suddenly appear every time you are near? 
just like me. They long to be close to you. Um, which might be an example of a way that we use words song to impress. Mm -hmm. But birds are probably much more impressive mm -hmm. about that, right? So um, going back to introductions, now that we're 10 minutes into this, <laughs> who are you? I'm Kurt Willems. Uh, I, I work here at uh, Winnipeg Evangelical Free Church as a worship leader. Um, I'm 25 years old. I'm uh, married to my wife, Rachel. Uh, let's see, what else about me? I grew up in a small town called LaSalle, Manitoba. LaSalle. Good What's LaSalle. their sports team? LaSalle the Trojans. Uh, uh, oh, the, the the elementary elementary school is the LaSalle Titans. Lancers. Lancers. Oh, Another threatening. Guy. I once played on a soccer team called the LaSalle Turf Gators. No way, the Turf Gators <laughs> will get you every time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love music. I love sports. Uh, yeah. Okay. What about you, Mark? Oh, my name is my name is Mark. I've been coming to this church, Mark Grafe. I've been coming to this church uh, since 2002, uh, so a few years now. I'm currently an elder. I love um, doing, trying new things, which this is one of them. <laughs> and uh, so here we are. Uh, my wife's name is Sandy, and we have uh, four kids. Our oldest is married. And we have a granddaughter and a grandson on the way. So, yes, Beautiful. I know. I know. It's a blast. I also enjoy music. Cranking it up, I do. I think my music gets louder the older I get. <laughs> but uh, I can feel the vibration still, which uh, so as long as I have it loud enough to do that. No. <laughs> and uh, sports. Uh, love playing sports. Um, yeah. Uh, going for walks. Sandy and I go for a lot of walks. Uh, I love to explore. I like to find new places and new things. So, okay, getting back to songs. What else mm -hmm. do you got there, Kurt? Um, oh, one very interesting thing I found about birds. Okay, is that they have local dialects. Local dialects. So just like it's not true. <laughs> just like it's us true. in yeah. Manitoba yeah. will. Speak like we do. Right. And From the other side of the river, apparently. <laughs> they have a different dialect. Yeah. and Or like across the river, across the country in Newfoundland. You know, right. they speak kind of funny. Um, Maybe. For <laughs> us. For We're us. funny. <laughs> For them. Everybody speaks a little funny <laughs> yeah, okay. compared to others. Yeah. Uh, but like even birds in their songs, they mm -hmm. it's a learned skill. It's not just like this genetic thing where they just know they, well they know how to sing but mm -hmm. they they actually they actually learn um based on um different things like uh like a, a group of birds on one side of a mountain might sing different songs than a group of birds of the same species no way on the other side of the mountain that's kind of crazy when you think about it that they would have different dialects mm -hmm. seriously like or, yeah like if you're if you're uh african gray parrot yeah like learns certain like phrases from listening to humans like you yeah, guys and then that's true if, if your little parrot had little parrot yeah. babies and then they might 
teach yeah. them your name or whatever. That would be crazy. Yeah, what if what if adult African greys could teach their young the same things that they were taught? Mm-hmm. I wonder if that happens. If you're a scientist, please do explore that. <laughs> um, did you? What is the difference between a song and a call? Based on what I read, mm-hmm. calls are or songs are yes. generally longer. Okay, and calls are shorter. Is there more more to it than it's, that? It's it's they're actually quite uh, a song is is more structured. And uh, it's more used to attract a mate or defend a territory. And calls tend to be shorter and less rhythmic. Mm. So if you'd kind of think of it in human terms, it'd be like, hey, that's more a call. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Kurt, uh, that's more a song. (laughs) Um, Kind of like that, maybe. Mm -hmm. Would that summarize it best? Yeah, call. Call, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, so obviously crows or ravens don't sing. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. However they do it. It's like, that's one morning song that I could do without. <laughs> uh, but it's not really a song. It's probably, this is an interesting thing about nature. Like the ducks, ducks, the, the colorful ducks are usually male. Mm-hmm. The singing birds, if a bird is singing, it's usually a male. Mm-hmm. I guess they gotta do all they can to uh, to be to, attractive. To be attractive, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of us have to work at it a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you know about um, the syrinx? Yeah, so that's a very interesting thing that we read about birds: is that they can actually sing two notes at a time. Because their their syrinx or however you say that, yeah, it kind of like splits into two tubes, um, and they can control each side independently. Uh, so they could sing two pitches at once. They could they could even um, ascend in pitch with one mm-hmm. and descend with the other side at the same time. That is so vocally. How intimidated are you by that? Very much so. We should add some birds to our worship team, I think. <laughs> like, how can you, like, seriously, uh, you've heard of talking out of both sides of your mouth. Maybe you know some people who you'd say that's true. But this, like, birds actually, like, they're singing. Seriously, it's so crazy. They, they their, their pitches could be rising in one half and it could be falling in the other, like you said. Mm-hmm. Is singing too too independently, and when you listen to it, um, like it's what like you hear these sounds, but then after realizing and reading this, it's like oh yeah, that's one bird, and those are like that's different stuff going on mm-hmm. in that same, and their songs can be like so complicated like. I think we take that for granted sometimes, mm-hmm. um, but they can sing like over a hundred notes in like the span of just seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. What else do you got about uh, birds? Um, let's see here. Um, Especially about singing, I should say. You know, I uh, while you're uh, looking at that, Kurt, um, avi- there's 
Birds are great meteorologists as well. So they they say that um, you know when you're wanting to see a change in atmospheric conditions, let's say, um, birds fly lower before a storm. Have you ever heard of that? Mm, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, if they're crawling, then you better be careful. Patting <laughs> down the hatches. <laughs> Yeah, if you all if all the the birds are just kind of walking on the ground around your yard, that's a. How about a busy bird feeder means bad weather is coming? Mm. Ever heard that? No, no. We moved our bird feeder, and um, there's probably some of you who know more about feeding birds than I do. But um, we had we had ducks in there, crows, and. Uh, not a whole lot of other little birds in our feeder because I think we move, we confuse them. So sorry about that. <laughs> but maybe, maybe the bad weather is, maybe we've had such a nice summer they don't really care, so they're not feeding, right? If mm-hmm. it's bad weather's coming, birds singing in the rain means the rain will soon stop. If I think about that bird in the morning, maybe you knew that the day was going to clear up. That was just so cool. Hmm. Um. You know something? When has anyone said to you like you eat like a bird? <laughs> Not to me. Not to you. <laughs> I've okay. heard about other question. Would you think that's uh, that's a compliment or like a, a slap in the face? Uh, I don't know. It could be neutral. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that birds eat like twice their weight. Really? Yeah. So if I say, uh, you know. You eat like a bird. You're eating lots. <laughs> You're eating lots, right? So I don't know. Just yeah. do a little research before you start throwing that around. I'm just saying. interesting. Yeah. If a crow hollers in the morning, like what morning does a crow not holler? <laughs> Expect rain by night. Like some of these things. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Oh, the internet is so fun. Um, hawks flying high means a clear sky when they... Fly low, prepare for a blow. I don't know about these things, Kurt. Hmm. Anyway, so what were you going to say about birds and singing? Well, it's it's interesting, um, like an, another reason why that, that birds tend to sing like in the morning or in darkness is because it's harder for them to be spot. So um, they can kind of hide in the uh-huh. darkness, uh-huh. but then they can still like communicate with each other yeah. through their through their singing. Oh. So they can't see each other but they can hear each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should try I should try singing more often at night in the dark. I've tried it in the shower and honestly I'm a lot better there. <laughs> but I should try it in the shower in the dark and that would be like awesome. Uh-huh. Okay, maybe, maybe not. Oh, Kurt, what are we going to do? This might be one and done, folks. No, <laughs> no, I'm actually looking forward to our, um, say, what time is it? I think we got to wrap this up. Uh, there is another, um, Bird's particular fascinated Mozart, actually. He kept a starling as a pet. Um, he taught the bird to sing the opening theme of one of his piano concertos, although apparently always sang sharp. Mm-hmm, go figure. Um, they are... Fantastic mimics, uh, 1520 distinct imitations. Um, and there was another composer, Olivier Messian, who was um, 
during the 20th century produced orchestral, choral, and piano pieces made up of individual bird songs. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, he used different instruments to uh, mimic them. And anyway, it led him to a quest to go around the world and observe birds and transcribe their songs into uh, compositions. And so one of them was an orchestral work called Oiseau Exotique. It is my French. Um, Oiseau, exotic birds in French, which features the songs of the white-crested laughing thrush the bulbul, and 45 other unique bird species. Huh? Cool figure. That's great. I want to go to the orchestra right now and listen to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Um, what else you got? I think that's all I got. That's all you got? Yeah. Well, um, hey, it. I we want to kind of uh, bring a little bit of spiritual encouragement to you as well. This is uh, from Psalm 100, and... Um, it's a short psalm, so I'm going to read all of it, but the kind of the two verses at the beginning are kind of appropriate for right now and this theme about birdsong. Shout for the—I'll start again. <laughs> Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth, right? So kind of maybe that the birdsong. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Hmm. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. You'll recognize that last verse as being uh, on the backdrop of our stage uh, from our morning services. But um, yeah, verse 1 and 2, shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. You know, the, uh, when next time you're out and about in a park going for a walk and you hear those birds singing, um, consider joining them. In fact, you know, maybe um, come up alongside it. Go for a walk with somebody and sing a song. How about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you do that, Kurt? Oh, yeah. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> a stranger? <laughs> no. So call somebody from the church. Go for a walk and uh, sing some songs together. Worship the Lord with gladness. Verse 2, come before him with joyful songs. Um, just what an, a, a nice encouragement that is. We are... Um, his people. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. I love that. Um, God encourage you today. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of Morning Glory. We've got seven more to go. Uh, each week uh, through July and August, we'll release uh, one more. Um, and uh, we just hope that it'll be a blessing to you. Uh, thanks for taking the time to listen. Uh, God bless you and Go in peace and enjoy a glorious morning. Amen. See you later. Bye.